Hi and welcome to the Alliance of Survivor Game podcast. I'm Ryan, the host slash game runner of Alliance. Join me as I talk to players from the first season, Discordia, about their time in the game. Today, I will be talking to the ninth boot, Blink, about having a strong social game and straddling both sides of the line. I'm joined today by the ninth boot from Discordia, the eighth place finisher and third juror, uh, Blink. And it is, I'm very, I'm looking very, very much forward to talking to him about his time in the game because I think it's one of the more interesting journeys uh, from some of these players. So, Blink, thank you for doing this. Hey, everybody. <laughs> um, I, before I ask you any real questions, <laughs> I wanna I wanna read, or or even I don't know if you are near it. Uh, you could even read it. Uh, the very first message you sent in your confessional channel. Oh gosh, I think you should read that one. Okay, I have it right in front of me, so I, that's fine. All right. Um, so this was like first day one, first thing, unprompted. You said. <laughs> I fully plan on playing the villain after the merge if I make it there. Hook me up with some blindsides and plotting. Heck, I'll make a solid plot with someone, make them feel good, then blindside them by sticking with my people. After the merge, <laughs> wild card for sure. Pre-merge, I'm going to try to lay low and float along. Uh, so Yeah, that's kind of what I tried to do. Not successfully, but... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's almost exactly what you kind of ended up doing for the most part. Um, to varying degrees of success. <laughs> so I guess uh, what, I don't know, uh, compared to some of the other people and, and most of the people I've talked to, none of them really came in with a plan like that, that I'm aware of at least. Uh, you know, Devil for the most part said that, uh, you know, his strategy throughout the, the game was to just kind of stay loyal to his team, to his group mm -hmm. and, and have the numbers, which he did. And it also didn't work out for him. Yeah. Uh, but you know, this is a little more specific than that. You know, you, you really had a, had a goal from the beginning and, and you did make a lot of this come true. Yeah. And it's actually like the loyalty plan is great and works for the people who are winning those popular votes, right? Like clever made it to the end on a loyalty sort of aspect. Devil, probably would have made it to the end had it not been for a big push to vote him out for me. I think, you know, those are the people who can, who can live off of those loyalty pledges for people like myself or even GD. You're going to have to like, you're going to have to work in the shadows, make some blind sides and work on these relationships. It's was the hyena versus the lion theory. You had to go out there and try to be a hyena if you expected to win. Mm -hmm. well, why do you think you couldn't have made it to the end with a, uh, with a loyalty approach? Well, I think I might have been able to make it to the end, but I would have never won. I would have been a boring player, and I hate to do this to Meg, but it would have been kind of like Meg's game, where we were all cheering in Ponderosa, like, blindside him, blindside him, and I would have just been sitting there at the end, like, you know, I had a really good game, made really good relationships, but ultimately just didn't do enough to really get votes. Okay. And that was a game I didn't want to play. I'd rather go out in, a, <laughs> in flaming glory than just kind of coast along. That's fair. I get it. Uh, so, uh, 
from from the start of the game, uh, you end up placed on the Garrity tribe. You're with Clever, Blink, Meg, uh, Aaron, Waco, uh, Bane, and Murr. Uh, I don't know what uh, of the two tribes, like yours, was uh, the one that had 50% triangles on it. And yeah. while I've actually, you know, I've talked to some people uh, who've told me that that wasn't a plan from the beginning for the triangles to be a team. Uh, you're the only person I think I've I found in my research that was kind of like, oh hey, if they don't vote for, if we end up voting somebody who's not a triangle out, like we can just be triangles and take it over kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's pre-merge. You just want to do whatever you can to stay safe, right? Like looking at the other side, it had to be assumed that they were going to take out, you know, I assumed either Jeff or 2001 first. I kind of thought they were going to take Jeff out first just because he'd be more of a perceived threat. You know, I don't really know whatever went on on their side. I was not one of the people who went back and read every single chat. So I'm still not really exactly sure, but you know, ultimately, it's I just want to survive. I want to make it to the merge and figure it out from there. And knowing we had a strong four was just great. I mean, it was kind of, let's say unfair. As part of the game, every Survivor game is different. You have to adapt to the situations. But, you know, what really helped was Bane no-showing the first, the first challenge we had. That made it really easy because everyone was kind of upset with him and wanted to, wanted to move him out. Right. So that's really what cemented it for us. Like, okay, until we do some sort of tribe swap, we'll be safe. And even if we do tribe swap, us losing those challenges wasn't the worst thing because we were able to kind of monopolize our triangle numbers. That's true. Uh, Bane, kind of a gimme vote uh, sure. at the first at the first tribal council. Um, but he was an original member of Murder Boys. So. <laughs> that's true uh which and and i i don't think i'd remembered this anytime when i had talked to bane or when i talked to waco or g uh, i guess i haven't talked to g yet but uh, i believe you're the one who started that group chat is that Absolutely, right yeah yeah that's one of those like nick theories you give people a bunch of nicknames and you work with them and everyone's like all right so what are mer boys doing and it's something you can always kind of come back to even if you drift apart a little bit yeah, you had a lot of different alliance names. Uh, you know, you had you and GD uh, as the T-Birds. Um, yep. You, I know you and Clever worked on the tribe flag for mm-hmm. your team, uh, and so on. So that was really fun. That's why I came up and I had like a pretty good looking flag going. And she's like, "All right, let me turn this into <laughs> a professional looking one." And like, I felt like an intern. And she's like, "Yeah, this is good. I can I can fix it though." And like. Took it from like a B project to an A plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, like, uh, obviously, you know, a lot of people are out here making social connections, trying to, you know, increase these bonds so that when the time comes, they can rely on them. But I think you ended up being the person who did it most effectively, especially during the pre-merge. Uh, you know, I, the, the, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, things will change somewhere down the line, but uh you know the just the the alliance nicknames um you know the fact that and we'll get to it later but you know you got you were the one that was gifted an immunity blessing across tribe lines uh that was that was nice because i had a feeling i was probably going home that day if i didn't have that (laughs) uh and and even you know your kind of um relationship that all the relationships you formed uh with uh, the original Fomalith tribe members that I think were fairly genuine and in, in their own right. Mm-hmm. 
so you guys lost the first try, uh, the first challenge. Uh, then you, uh, the second challenge was mastermind and believe you yes. were up against rush in that i was and i was three turns away like i'm looking at this i'm like okay i have three possibilities i'm gonna win it in the next three turns and he had just finished kind of his like segment which four numbers could possibly be in play and then first vote just nails it and i'm like son of a bee yeah <laughs> uh that's frustrating uh so that sends you guys back to tribal council uh, for you, obviously, it sounds, you know, anyone but a triangle. Yeah. Did you have a preference beyond that? Um, no, not really. I just didn't want it to be Murr. Um, I really didn't have a preference between Fazarin or Waco going. Mm-hmm. I-, I felt pretty indifferent. That was kind of, that was more one of the votes more told, like, hey, we should be voting this way. And I didn't really, I didn't really worry much about it. I think the one regret, and GD kind of hit on this in his um, final council was, I think early on, him and I were so paranoid still. For whatever reason, we just had this, like, conspiracy theory in our head of, like, Clever's going to go, like, has this crazy plan she's going to come up with, and Meg has this crazy plan, and we're not a part of it. And I don't know why, like, looking back, I'm like, this was so dumb to even worry about. I don't know why we thought this. And we're all, like, talking to each other, not trusting each other, and we were, like, ultimately way, way too, no, no, you're fine, you're fine, reassuring for both of them and it was unnecessary it was it was just kind of rude honestly and i do feel i feel pretty bad about that i remember feeling really bad about it after that happened with aaron and after that i was like okay like i i can't do this like i don't like playing that kind of game mm-hmm. yeah uh uh so peter but yeah, for that vote it was just anybody anybody but me and i was and Mer. i was trying to protect Mer because i felt like i had a good relationship going with her and okay. it's something that if I needed to, like, hopefully she makes the merge or we, like, realign somewhere. And we did with the tribal swap where I can go, like, all right, I have somebody I can I can count on over here who's not a triangle, who's willing to kind of more willing to shake it up, I guess you could say. <laughs> yes. Um, so you guys, uh, after you lose the mastermind challenge, uh, Meg leads your tribe to victory in the emoji Woo-hoo! challenge. Yeah, she did uh, great. I still can't believe we got that flag. <laughs> yeah, uh, tight challenge, um, but you pulled it off. Uh, so you finally got like a chance to kind of relax. And I guess I, I I don't know how how invested were you in in looking at or in, in I guess hypothesizing what was going to happen on the other tribe. You had said that you expected uh, a triangle either 2001 or Jeffrey to be voted out. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2001 is and does end up being voted out. So did that yeah. kind of confirm your concerns? Yeah, I think so. And I think it put into it put into my mind too, like, hey, this is gonna turn into a game where it's triangles versus all. And that's kind of the theme it did take. <laughs> a little you bit. Just knew, yeah, you just knew, hey, they're on one side, we're on another side. Everybody was very aware of it. The mm-hmm. hope was no one would be thinking about it like in that sort of alliance based system of, you know, FML groups, but ultimately <laughs> it stood out really strongly to everybody <laughs> yeah it really did have to come to the forefront eventually yeah um so then so then you guys uh end up losing the battleship challenge yeah the um, one aaron got kicked out of yeah uh and uh and of course to rub salt in those wounds you decided to vote aaron out next <laughs> well um, i mean he really hurt us by not being in the challenge 
He did. It wasn't his <laughs> choice, though. <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> no, but that one came down to ultimately, again, like, I like Aaron a lot. I think he's an awesome guy, but I thought I had a better chance working with Murray. I thought, you know, if Aaron goes to the other side, he's going to link up with those guys over there. And, you know, ultimately that concerned me. And I thought Murray was a lot more likely to stay with us, with me in particular. Right. right. Uh, so then we get to the swap. Um, so you, uh, I, I don't remember exactly. I, I don't remember who well, you voted for. There was for. something before that though that happened. Wasn't there the picnic before that? Oh yeah, yeah. The the auction that uh, yeah auction happened. You won. You won half an idol. I did. How'd you nice. feel about that? Um, torn because I didn't know who had the other half. It was kind of nice to have that, but it's hard to decide who are you going to tell? Do you leave this to yourself? Do you wait for somebody else to approach you? Mm -hmm. It, it was, it was a weird sort of middle ground. I ultimately, I told clever and GD pretty early on. And then that's where, you know, clever kind of went to work trying to find out who had the other half. Right. Um, but yeah, that was, (laughs) it was an interesting thing to hold. And I mean, I think that half idol did a lot more in the game for developing down the road, how it was going to play, how that was handled and how kind of like the Garrity Alliance got that other half idol, Mm -hmm. I think played a really big impact in how the rest of the game played out. Did you, uh, you know, in thinking back uh, at any point, do you wish you had told other people, not told people you had told or anything? Um, no, because when you have a half idol, you kind of have to tell some people and feel them out. Like, I didn't necessarily come outright and say, like, hey, I have this half idol. I was kind (laughs) of like, hey, did you get anything from the auction? And, you know, and like, well, no. And I'm like, all right, well, I got this half idol, so. (laughs) Because it wasn't really anything enough to make you a threat necessarily, but, like, I needed to find that other half. Because I would have an an ally immediately. No matter who it was, it would have been a built-in ally for you know when can we use this to our advantage to get further and yeah and i was i mean i was glad to find out it was uh, jeffrey that had it but i was horrified to find out how exactly it was taken away from him <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that was rough uh so also during the auction uh brandon wins a picnic mm-hmm. he can pick anybody from your tribe to go with him and he chose you did you read anything into that? I don't know what your relationship was, was with him prior to the game. Yeah, you know, we didn't have, like, a close relationship. We both knew who each other, you know, was from FML. I think there was, like, a a level of respect knowing we were both, both really good and typically competing against each other in a lot of these side games. So it was kind of cool to talk to him a little more on, like, a tighter sort of level. But ultimately, I did not fully trust him at all i felt like he was one of the guys that was in devil's pocket and Mm. you know i really did in theory want to play with him and i think had he made the merge the game could have been a lot different because i think i could have gotten votes a little more easily for my chaotic plan but you know yeah it was weird and he like came out kind of strong too like so what was your clue and i just had to like make something up that i had a clue i think i told him that for the idol you should be looking in the shelter or the water well which at that point in time I think everybody knew you were supposed to be doing that. So mm-hmm. I wasn't really giving him anything that he shouldn't already know, but right. it felt like it was just enough 
to do that to like give him something where he's like okay i believe you like it seems like it could be a legitimate clue and not that i had a half idol for him to go back and report everything to everybody on the other side yeah <laughs> uh so you mentioned that um you felt he was working with or, or maybe underneath devil yeah i think it was you know for them they're both very smart guys, very socially aware in these situations. And they knew, you know, hey, we just saw non-triangle, non-triangle, non-triangle get voted out. We voted a triangle out. I think they knew what they had to be kind of getting ready for. Mm -hmm. I think I might have been like, you know, it might have been nice for me to be like, yeah, I'm willing to work on every side. But, you know, as you can see in the first vote after the merge, they didn't fully trust me yet. So, Right. This is true. Uh, so you come away from the picnic... And uh, this is kind of going to, I think, be one of the two things that sort of ends Brandon's game is the way <laughs> it, you come back and you're like, oh, he's working with the devil and, and you know, they're they're so close over there and easily really kind of sows some seeds for what's going to happen at the swap. Yeah. And it's funny because he just said, I have it open right here. He said <clears> one <throat> line and that was it. He's like, I like the devil because he's good at challenges that yep. be present in an online survivor game. And I just took that and ran with it. I'm like, oh, man, he is just in the devil's pocket. He's working with them. Like, I'm texting GD on side. I'm like, man, we can't trust these guys. Like, they're going to come at us so hard. It's <laughs> true. Know, it's, it's Survivor, you take one line, you just blow it way out of proportion. <laughs> yep, yep, it's a exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so get to the swap. Uh, you, I asked everybody, vote for who you think is the leader of your tribe. Uh, you guys, not unanimously, but fairly overwhelmingly voted for Clever. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you hear that the other tribe voted for Devil. Again, I feel like that probably confirms some of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I guess w when I <coughs> asked you to vote for the leader, were you expecting this to end up being a swap of some kind? You know, I wasn't sure exactly how it was going to happen, but it seemed like the right time for a swap to be happening. And I didn't know what it was going to play into, if it was going to be picks or if it was going to be like, I, I didn't know exactly how it was going to work, but it made sense that a swap would be coming. Mm -hmm. uh, so Clever and Devil become the new leaders of new tribes, have to pick opposite people. Mm -hmm. And Devil's first pick is you. <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of surprising. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. How do you re how do you read into that, if if at all? You know, the way I read into that was probably had to do with Brandon saying, "Hey, pick Blink because then Blink will pick me, and then I can come back." <laughs> and that's probably what he was saying, and why he's still pretty upset with me for not picking him. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely, he definitely thought. He was very, very confident you were going to pick him. Yeah. And, that. you know, I thought to myself, I'm like, I'm thinking how this is going to go down. Like, okay, I'm going to pick Brandon and then like Clever and Meg will probably be off the table. He's probably not going to pick GD. So I'm going to end up with Murr and I'm just going to be this lone triangle most likely over here and not know what to do and be just an underdog and have to completely play into him. And I don't think that would have worked out for me. I think ultimately he would have stuck true to devil's plans over my plans. Mm -hmm. So, and that's why I picked Penny there. Cause I'm like, I think I can get more of a relationship with Penny. I think she has more of, will play more with her heart than with her head this early on. Sure. So 
that's why I went with Penny, and I, for the most part, it seemed to work out okay. Yeah, it was really nice getting to know Penny and forming a relationship with her. I think she was very torn as to what to do, and I think she was probably really glad that I got that immunity blessing, so she didn't have to make that decision. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you pick Penny, who picks Mur, who picks Amber, who picks Jack. Uh, so you you end up on this tribe that's four original green, two original red. Yep. Um, the only other person that you had played with before with you is Mur, mm-hmm. the only non-triangle <laughs> that had been yep. left from before. Yeah, but Mur boys stayed strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, like helpful to have something to kind of fall back on in that situation. Uh, so swapped tribes, another challenge. Uh, this is the, uh, man, I have talked about it like five times and I still don't remember all the challenges. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you've ran a few seasons since then planning a new one. I I can see how it get jumbled up in there. (laughs) Uh, attack zone, attack zone. That's what it was. And, uh, you, you did pretty okay at the attack zone challenge. Got one of the runs for your tribe. Right. Which one was the tax zone? Was that the one with the with the pictures? Was that the the two yes. heads one heart moment? Yes. <laughs> and and many others. Yeah. Yeah, I did pretty yeah. good in that one. <laughs> yep, you had a solid showing, and uh, you sent Garrity back to tribal council, where, so so now on your side, um, I guess as far as you're aware, and maybe you're aware of more than I'm I'm aware that you're aware of, <laughs> uh. <laughs> The, the, Garrity's going back to Tribal Council, and it's three original red, three original green. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Jeffrey being over there, Jeffrey had a, uh, being a triangle, did you expect him to flip? Did you think something, you know, a flip was going to happen? Was there, a, Were you concerned that maybe one of the uh, originally red triangles was going to get voted out? You know, I wasn't too concerned. I figured Jeffrey was going to come over and be like, Sanctuary! and just be like yes i'm safe i'm here and it was gonna be easy and at the time i had no idea what was going on i just know okay like you know he was safe it's going as i think to plan you know only to learn later it was like a hostile situation he was like held at gunpoint like you want to survive give me what you got like getting robbed and like oh man (laughs) yeah it was not not a good place for Jeffrey at all. No, no it was not. <laughs> um, yeah, he he did not did not was not welcomed with open arms to say the Which least. Still blows my mind. You would have thought that would have been such an easy way to get your fourth number and be like, okay, we're you're we're good, basically just replacing Blink with Jeffrey, and not even have to think about it. Right. Uh, but of course, when Brandon gets voted out, you know, there's no reason to suspect anything untoward is happening. Yeah, didn't think anything was up. No. Uh, so then, the next. Uh, so by this point, Clever already has her ha- uh, the other half of the immunity idol. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. You said you hadn't read back, and I don't know if uh, Clever mentioned it at any point after this uh, to you. But I believe at the next immunity challenge, she, uh, she attempted to pass it to you yeah i think i she had told me she had gotten like permission to whisper to me and so she i was aware that i was getting the immunity blessing going into it okay yeah i knew i was coming and i was you know ultimately decided i'm not going to tell anybody because i want to see true colors right i want to see if you know i 
I thought I had a really good relationship with Penny and Amber. And honestly, I still stand by that. I, I talk to Amber probably every day, whether it's Instagram or discord or <laughs> something like I, like we just chat. Like, so she's like a good friend in my mind. And at the time though, it was still so new. Like we knew each other for like what, three, four days and everything yeah. in survivor again gets amplified. So I'm like, these are my best friends. Like Penny Amber, I like staying up for like hours chatting and I'm like sitting on the couch and like Shannon and I are trying to watch like, a TV show. And she's like, what are you laughing about? We're watching like some serious <laughs> drama. And I'm like, Oh, Penny just said something stupid. She said like exclamation point dig. <laughs> and she was just looking at me like, what are you talking about? Oh <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. But I wanted to see if I was going to get something from them. Cause they definitely told me like, you know, it's not going to be one of them going home, but in my mind, I wanted to see if they were going to tell me, Hey, you know, we really love you blink, but it's going to be you going home. See if they would tell me like, make that was it like, I just watched rewatch season 27 of survivor that uh, Russell's wife, Laura B see if they'd make the mistake of being like, let's just have a nice happy tribal and you just know you're going home and don't do anything about it. Right. <laughs> I want to see if they would play that route. Uh, you the the challenge that that sent you guys to uh, tribal council was the mini putt challenge uh which you yeah. didn't you sat out of that right i did i feel like we probably would have won had i played honestly i'm pretty good at those kind of games so i think i would have put up some better scores than what we had posted maybe right. not, not not ultimately better but maybe like a second or third best score on our team because my gosh some of those scores <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it wasn't a huge margin um, no and it was even more description because I was, that was, um, I can't remember what day it was. I think it was Shannon's dad's birthday though. So mm. of course we were going out to like meet them for dinner or excuse me for lunch. And we had all these plans. We were like going out, some of them in Chicago. So we were like going over by Navy pier and hanging out on like the patio areas they have over there. I'm like, I can't just be sitting here playing mini golf on my phone all day. <laughs> like, I, you know, I've only met her dad at this point, like, four or five times like this guy's gonna hate me he's gonna be like it's my birthday why are you just looking at your cell phone all day so i just had to you know if we couldn't move the time i had to just sit this one out there's no way around it It would have been worse for my team for me to try to do it than for other people to put you know well how long would it change like four hours you know let them put their time into it uh so uh so you show up to tribal council um, yep. and, and, you know, you're expecting, uh, it's going to be you or Murr and you think mm. it's probably you. Uh, and, uh, first thing that happens is you are bestowed with the immunity blessing. Oh, it's so nice. And I look yeah. back at that moment too. And what made me feel even better about it is like, I played, I said like, Whoa, like trying to act like I didn't see this coming. <laughs> and then right after that devil, like a second later goes fun. No, no capitalization, no periods, just fun, as if he's like, well, crap, now all of our plans are screwed. <laughs> so that that ultimately to me was like, okay, I know exactly who I'm playing with here. Like, I knew what was going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, kind of an interesting scenario in how, uh, you know, Murr didn't end up showing up to Tribal Council, and, and she yeah. had her own personal issues uh preventing her from being there and yeah. so the vote ends up being unanimous for Murr, yeah. and, and then in, in the history books it has been retconned to be a, essentially a medical evacuation yeah yeah that's like but ultimately there too it's like i know it was going to be Murr, <clears throat> so why would i burn a vote trying to like get devil out when i knew it was just going to be Murr? 
Yeah. Um, and so at this point, uh, uh, ten people are left in the game, and you're the only green person left on your tribe. So there had to be, I don't know, obviously everybody's probably thinking Emerge, if not now, like, has to be, like, right around the corner. Um, but was was there any part of you that was like, man, if we lose one more challenge, it's probably me? I was pretty certain if we lost one more challenge, it was going to be me. Again, mm-hmm. I I think I had the relationships with Amber and Penny. You know, Amber's told me multiple times, she's like, we were ready to go with you. She's like, I was ready to go with you. And I'm like, man, if, if I had Amber with me, I think she would have been able to have Penny with her. Right. So, you know, maybe I would have had a chance. And, you know, for whatever reason, there's always like this theory in Survivor, don't go for like the head cut off the arms. And so it probably would have been someone like Jack going instead of Devil, which I never understood. If, you know, you got the leader, like, and you can chop the head off. Just chop the head off. Like, don't try to weaken them. Like, just take them out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, you're right. Like, that happens so often. Yeah. And and I don't fully understand it, but. I think it's just, like, the fear, right? Like, the fear of taking out the dictator. You always try to, like, even in, like, war and stuff, they're trying to take out the right-hand man. We, we've killed this very <laughs> important general, but, you know, Osama bin Laden's still out there. I'm like, just go. I mean easier said than done of course but like just sure guy. <laughs> yeah um but the merge happens you've made it to the merge what so so okay so you your your strategy had been lay low establish bonds and then go crazy at the merge yeah uh first part of that successful uh you are close enough with the rest of the red, the original, you know, clever Meg, uh, GD, that mm-hmm. you got an immunity blessing from them. You are close enough with Amber Penny that like they're willing to flip for like to be work with you rather than other people that they had been with the whole game. Uh, mm-hmm. Sounds like you're in a pretty great position. Yeah, paper. I came, I came back, and I think we were calling it the core four, the Meg, GD, <laughs> clever and I alliance. So we had the core four, and I felt pretty good coming back to that. But what threw me for a loop is when I came back was like, I'm trying to find what GD said. Because when I came back, he had like, okay, here's where I catch up. I catch you up. <laughs> and I'm like, who the hell is this Rush guy? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what got me. I'm like, who is this Rush guy we're talking about? Like, everyone's like, oh, he's just here to have fun. He just wants to mess around. <laughs> I'm like, so you guys like went and adopted some wild card? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's supposed to be me. I know. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember like instantly being like, you know, I hadn't said more than two words to him in Mastermind or even talked to him in the chance. And obviously he's like an amazing, nice human being. But in mm-hmm. the end, I'm like, That's that guy. Like, I don't I don't need him here. Like, go away. <laughs> like I immediately was offended by his presence. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah oh but then yeah gd came in filled me in kind of the goods you know i went and kind of filled uh filled him in on what was going on on our side and i think my first point of business was i saw gd at the time as my number one over there because mm-hmm. you know i always thought if i managed to get gd to the end and in the theory for you know in my plan what i was doing i was going to play a better game than gd by you know, all these like switches and swaps that I was doing at first and having like things to hang my hat on to. And then it would turn into the, okay, 
I've presented myself as the alpha. Now we just have to be loyal, right? Like I've done, I've done what I need to do. So now if everybody just does nothing, I'll have the best resume kind of thing. Sure. So I wanted to get him and Amber in together. I wanted to make them best friends. And we set up like a three person chat with us and it could not have gone any worse. They were confrontational with each other for some reason. I still can't figure out it. Like, it's like, hi, hello. What are you thinking about the game? And like GD mentioned something, Amber mentioned something. And then like GD just like said something kind of rude to her, not like rude, but kind of like dismissive of her plans. And then it just like spiraled out of control. And I'm like DMing them both on the side. Like, Amber, like, chill out. We got to be, we got to be friends with him. It's part of our plan. GD, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? We need Amber. It's like a part of our plan. I'm like, just watching my whole plan dissolve in front of me and be like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> uh, yeah. That went really poorly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, not the best. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like, was that, were you then trying to kind of scramble to overcome those differences or were you now, okay, I got to figure out a different group that I want yeah. to ultimately end up with. I think I, at that point in time, I told myself like, okay, they're not going to, they're not going to work together unless they're forced to work together. And that would have to come at a much later date. So at the time I'm like, they're just going to be on different sides and you know, I need to try to do what I can to keep my relationship strong with both of them. Cause this time I still didn't really know exactly what way I was going to go. All I knew is especially from GD and I talking, cause the man talked so much frantic strategy. It was, you know, I told you I said this before, I'm saying that to him. He like goes full Tony in like, like walking down the road of like five votes down. He's like, and this is when I'm going to go out. And this is why I'm like, like, you know, like trying to like reel him in. Like, no, no, you're good. But his brain is just always churning, always churning for what could be going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, I was trying to reel him in. And that's when, I was like, I need to come up with a different plan. And then I basically had a moment of, you know, I feel comfortable enough in this first tribal that it's not going to be me. I felt like, you know, I was kind of had some ends with the green tribe originals, like to the point that they just won't vote me up first. It seems silly to vote me up first when there's some relationship there. And obviously I had the core four, so I felt fine from them. So I didn't mm-hmm. feel like I was really going to get any votes. <laughs> so I remember going to GD. I'm like, so I got this crazy plan and it's like the middle of the night and I type out like this long, long paragraph of, all right, here's what I'm going to do. The first vote. Cause at this time I know clever has the other half idol. And yep. I'm thinking to myself, you know, ignorantly, I'm like, I don't really need an idol right now. I'm fine. So I'm like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give clever the other half of the idol. So then she'll have an idol that she can play. Then from there, I'm like, she can save herself. What I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to the, you know, Grinch. I'm going to talk to Devil, Amber, Jack, Penny, and, you know, hopefully Rush. You know, I think in their mind, Rush was still a possibility in their head. I'm like, we're going to all, we're going to all vote for Clever. Or we're, I'm like, kind of pulling up, like, we'll go to Rocks for this to happen. Knowing full and well, I'm not going to Rocks for this to happen. But I wanted, I wanted to put the vote on Clever. I wanted to have my vote go to Clever because, I thought it was maybe a 50-50 chance they would listen to me. I kind of figured they weren't going to trust me still, that they weren't going to believe it because of the triangle thing. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, ultimately I voted for Clever knowing she was playing an idol, knowing or thinking I'm probably going to be the only one voting for Clever right now. And, <laughs> you know, knowing it's a burn vote, but it was going to gain me trust into the other tribe. Because even if they didn't necessarily fully trust me, they kind of had to because they wanted me to be one of their numbers, right? 
because mm-hmm. it would have been a five four there. So that was the plan. That's what I did, and then of course that whole tribal went so off course. <laughs> it was a shit show. Oh, that's putting it politely. It was <laughs> awful. I just uh, I have I have here I got like a whisper on the side. Let me find it real quick. Okay. It was like because I remember like reading back in that chat and you know Ember was just having trouble putting her words together and it was mm-hmm. funny and like kind of a joke and it like all started by like Amber saying I feel like that's a bold statement because Clever said she feels like an underdog. Yeah. And then it was like five minutes went by, ten minutes went by, and Amber was just, you know, struggling to find the right words and trying to be so, like, perfect. And then came the back off clever and threats issued, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is blown way, way out of proportion. And then I just got a message from, it was from Meg, she gave me a whisper. It just said, dude, you got to vote with us, Amber. And that was it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying to myself, like, no. Like, I'm not going to do that. Amber is a key part of my game. Right. You know, I think in an ideal world, I actually would not have minded going to the end with Amber and with Jeff, because I think there would have been the theory of, and I could have spun the narrative that, hey, they made it together as a unit. Like, they were always watching out for each other. I had to watch out for myself. You know, I was the one who made the decision to, like, keep them together in voting purposes and yeah, I had a whole narrative in my head that I thought was going to work, and obviously it doesn't matter, but I was just never, ever going to vote for Amber. She was probably the one person I would not have voted for from start to finish throughout all of this. And then, of course, you know, Amber goes home. I'm very upset. Like, Meg's coming and talking to me on the side afterwards. Like, you know, it all came out of the blue. We just had to stick with the plan to get to the next vote. You know, her attitude at Tribal's what put her in, and it's like, I but her attitude like you're being kind of mean <laughs> yeah uh well so it's like a, so i think the biggest thing so during that tribal council mm-hmm. uh so you get meg whispering to you vote amber yeah um you're planning to vote clever expecting yep. to be the only person voting her yep um and then were you aware of who the real target was no they did not tell me who the real target was on the green side, who they were voting for. They did not trust me at all. They, and that was kind of expecting, you know, I was looking to play like double agent, triple agent style sort of play, which again, I don't know why I thought that was going to work. <laughs> it's like never worked in the history of survivor. I think what Ben pulled it off a little bit, but that was like with five idols in his pocket. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, I just had this grand idea. <laughs> uh, so, so then what's real so going on behind the scenes like they're planning to split the vote okay mm-hmm. and it's not even between another person and clever to utilize <laughs> your vote in case you actually you know follow through with that yeah uh but you know if they think okay we've got rush with us we've got blink at least not against us yeah and then penny steals clever's vote mm-hmm. uh or, or or nullifies her vote rather uh so they don't even have, as far as, from the optics at least, they only have three votes, and they have six. So, mm-hmm. feasible. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, again, and, and the same person that kind of rubbed you the wrong way as now being part of the core, the like core four, Rush, has an extra vote, and and we end up with this insane 4-3-2-1 result. <laughs> Uh, that sends Amber home. 
so I guess if we, if let's say you, because I believe the three in this scenario had been Meg, if you had been told to vote Meg, would you have? Probably not. No. Um, and that's the same same reason. I am still a full believer that Clever and Devil were in cahoots with each other, right? They had kind of like a leader's pact of, hey, you don't go after me, I won't go after you. Because I remember we were talking like, yeah, we got to get rid of Devil. And I was a big believer in getting rid of Devil. Like The alliance he had going into the merge, those people were not going to leave his side. Like Jack had a conversation with me. He's like, yeah, you know what? I probably would have just followed him to the end. And Penny sounded the same. I'm like, I'm like, I know, I know if Devil makes it to the end, he's going to have people who support him there. He's going to have played a really good game. So he was target one for me to get out. And then out of nowhere, we went from like, everyone's like, yeah, we need to get rid of Devil to Clever saying like, well, maybe we don't need to get rid of Devil. I'm like, this is kind of weird. And then Devil not voting for Clever. Like that was not, that, I don't think that was a real idle fear. I think that was them talking to each other saying, Hey, like we need to protect each other early on. Kind of like a, you know, gentleman's agreement of sorts to like, let our, let our kids go and figure this one out for us as they <laughs> sit on their thrones. <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is not okay by me. <laughs> no, <clears throat> definitely not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so with Amber being your closest, you know, ally of sorts, uh, you know, and she gets voted out. Yeah. Where, how do you, what, what do you do to recover from that? Oh, I think with, or the, did you, <laughs> I guess. Well, I mean, I guess clearly I, I kind of, I kind of did. My plan was derailed, but I was able to get it back on track. Cause with the core four, I kind of played it as a, you know, guys, I really didn't like that. I wasn't going to vote for her. Like, I try to be like, I get it, you know, I, what am I supposed to do? Be, like, all upset. I kind of mentioned, like, I didn't like the vote, but, you know, it is what it is. Let's keep playing. Like, now is when we have to get Devil. Like, you know, I brought Clever, Meg, GD. They were all in on this crazy plan I had to, like, spy, get Green's trust. Like, okay, now Green needs me, and I'm in on the conversations that are happening. And I'm trying to, like, build this world where it's Devil versus Clever. Like, like they need to both go, because I didn't like either one of them in the game. As long as they were there my voice probably wasn't going to be the number one voice in the game. So I wanted to plot everything against them. And now I'm like, okay, I have Green's trust. They think I'm one of their numbers. They still feel comfortable in their numbers, but I'm able to take, you know, the core four and rush, stupid rush, and <laughs> get Devil out, which I th- was a huge, huge part of my play. I was able to flip back to them. Mm-hmm. And now I've built this world where you have, like, Jack, Penny, um jeff on one end like in the core four and rush on the other end and i'm thinking okay now i kind of find myself in the middle ground where i can go with the numbers and be you know probably number four number five in a five person alliance or i can go on this other side and try to try to make something happen where you know i can then be number one or number two and have a lot better shot on a smaller alliance because i knew they weren't going to break apart they had you know, after the Amber vote, there was so much bitterness towards everything that went down. And, you know, ultimately probably Clever's downfall was, you know, obviously Clever is an awesome human being. I love her dearly and she's great. But, you know, it doesn't get talked about. She was a full on villain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's stealing idols from people. You know, she's, you know, starting contentious conversations in tribals. She's doing all of this stuff that's like, low-key villainous and i'm like the people are missing out on this and i think that rubbed a lot of the 
you know, other tribe the wrong way. It was a big part of, unfortunately, her undoing for the final vote. But we were able to get back together, work again, and then we come into this vote where I end up going home. And yeah, I just, I, I did the classic, I got too confident, and it all blew up in my face. Actually, yeah. I, I blame Penny completely for this happening. <laughs> well, totally uh, she's Penny. not without blame. Not <laughs> without blame. So, uh, I guess go prior to this, the, the tribal council that you're voted out. Um, you know, there's uh, at least there's a GD has an idol at this point. Uh, did you know about it? Um, I did not. And Jeffrey found an idol, and I think he kind of found it in front of everybody else. Yeah, I was like frantically trying to type random letters. He typed like this random letter screen was off, like I think by like one or two letters. I was like, oh man, he's onto something. And I just tried typing something kind of similar to try to get it. I had no, I was never going to find an idol. I'm not the, like, I get the commands enough. I'm not great with them though. I wasn't about to put together this puzzle you created. And I'm like, I'm screwed. And Jeff found the idol. I'm like, yes, this is perfect. Okay. So. Uh, so he has an idol and I guess at this point, you know, that he's target number one. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to be, he's got to play it. He's going to be, end up being safe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Fomala, uh, or I guess the, the, I don't know, it's gone through many machinations, but <laughs> the opposite side at this point is, uh, going to end up targeting GD mm-hmm. and, uh, you as well are, are voting with them. Well, and it's funny, another downfall of myself, too, is I'm trying to get, sit here and, and get out GD because I'm seeing he's becoming a threat in the game. And he has all these grand plans of like, all right, next vote we're doing this, next vote we're doing that. And I'm like, that's what I, I said before we like switched tribes. Like, I made this plan. Like, you're, getting, you're not going to steal my plan for me. So I was like, I got to get him before he gets like the credit that I wanted for doing everything. Very selfishly, I'm thinking this. But originally, mm-hmm. the green, green group, we'll call him, wanted to vote Rush. They didn't okay. like rush flipping. Jack was kind of like, why aren't we voting rush? Like, I don't get it. I'm like, no, guys, listen, you got to trust me. I have this great plan. Like, it's all going to work <laughs> out. We'll be fine. And, <laughs> you know. Well. <laughs> Should have just listened to him. <laughs> yeah. So so this is, I mean, this is kind of where it all starts to unravel oh, is yeah. you go. So you end up bringing this plan to Meg. I do. Why why did you make that choice? Well, because as the game was going, you know, Meg and I had a really good relationship. We were close. We were talking a lot. Like, again, similar to Amber, we are friends now. Amber, Meg, and I have, like, a three-person chat on Instagram where we send each other memes and Enneagram <laughs> stuff all day long. It's great. I love it. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, like, you know, Amber's gone, but I have Meg. Meg is great. I think Meg's on my side. And without Meg, the vote at that time, I believe, was going to be a four to four vote. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I would not, I don't want to necessarily have a four to four vote because it just, I don't want to go to rocks. It's, it seems dumb. I don't want to go to rocks. So I'm like, I'll bring Meg in. I think she's the most likely person to flip. And I was trying to sell her on the theory of like, you know, clever or GD make it to the end, they're going to win. And, you know, I can't necessarily blame her. But, you know, talking to her after the game, she sounded like she was ready to go. She was thinking about it. She was, like, really torn because she played the whole game with those two. She is even closer with them than I am from a game perspective. They all lean heavily on each other. You know, really, we joked with the core four. It was the core three. That, that, that was them three. And I was kind of on the outside because I moved, moved tribes. 
But then Penny mm-hmm. came swinging in because I said, I think I can get Meg on our side. So Penny just couldn't be patient and wait for something to come back. She DMs Meg on the side and goes, so are you in with us tonight? And then to Meg, it's like, oh, so you didn't come to me with this plan. You made this plan, and now you just need me. So she was like, screw this. If I'm not his number one, I'm just another puzzle piece. And she rightfully thought that because as much as I didn't think it through, that is how it came across. And I never saw her as like the bottom of an alliance I was trying to create. But that is definitely how it came across. And Penny swooped in. And that was the moment where she she let it loose and told GD what was going on. So now GD knows votes are coming his way. He's got this idol that he's been hiding from everybody, or at least from me, and plays it and is safe and cast the stone against me. My <laughs> one singular vote against me to go out. Yeah. The whole game, one vote. Yep. And it was enough. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, so, yeah. <laughs> so hold on. So let me let me let me talk this out with you. Um, you're worried about a four-four tie. Yeah. Uh, but in the event, like, let's say that actually was how the votes happened. Um, if you never talk to Meg, mm-hmm. uh, I think it'd be reasonable to assume that GD doesn't play as idol. Sure. But Jeffrey probably still does. Yeah, Jeff, he was going to play that idol no matter what. And I think from what my conversation, the assumption on our end was we have five, they have three. So we're going to vote for Jeffrey and just hope the target doesn't come on one of us because we'll still have the numbers no matter what. Mm-hmm. It was that we have to make sure he plays it. And if he tries to be smart, you know, overthink it, doesn't play it and tries to save it for later, we got him. You know, it was kind of like a, <laughs> a suicide mission in a way for one person. Yeah, uh, they didn't have like a backup plan at that time. No. Um, so now maybe, uh, you know, if, you know, the votes are cast four to four, I ask for idols, Jeffrey plays his, uh, maybe him playing it incites GD to play his because, you know, why would you take that risk? Probably, yeah. Uh, and so then we end up with a zero zero tie and now there's a revote. Uh, but I guess, I, I don't know if you had thought through this, but I, I assume, you know, if the vote is 4-4, then they're going to know you're not with them. Yeah, they would have, it would have been pretty obvious at that point. <laughs> yeah, so, so I guess you're probably the one that gets voted out there in that situation. Maybe. Or, Maybe. Or if the votes all, we recast votes and it's tied again because, you know, there's no reason for green to flip on me. They know if they lose me at this point, they lose their numbers and they're going up against a very strong four. So mm-hmm. it was kind of, everybody had to stick to their guns if they wanted to do it. Cause I couldn't just come, you know, walking back over with the core four and rush. Cause they would have been like, what the hell dude, we never trust you. Like maybe they would have kept me around for a vote or two, but ultimately I would have been just absolutely on the bottom. I would have lost all legitimacy with them. It would have been done. Would have been done. Yeah. So we would have all had to stick together. So we probably would have all voted rush and let's say they all would have voted for me. No one would have changed their votes. And I think we would have probably had a rock scenario on our hands. Yeah. So then you've, yeah, you'd have clever Meg, Penny and Jack would be drawing rocks. Cause everyone else would have been immune. Yeah. I don't know. Could have been, 
I mean, it, <laughs> it feels like a be- <laughs> it feels like a better result than what actually happened for sure. I mean, for but, me, yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely. But uh, I mean, you know, if let's say Penny or Jack is the one that draws the rock, mm-hmm. uh, it probably doesn't put you in much much better of a position ultimately. But you know, who knows? You know, it, what it would have done is, and, and at this time before going into this, you know, I made the decision that. I was going to play the rest of the game with Jeff. Jeffrey is just now my number one. No matter what I do, I'm going to play the game with him. And I even think I put in my confessional, for better or for worse, it might be my downfall, but I'm going to play with Jeffrey. You know, everyone saw him as this challenge beast, but ultimately, we know, he only went on to win, what, one more individual immunity, I think? Yeah, he won two total. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, like, if I'm going up against somebody who, in theory, only won two immunities... And I sit here saying, I've made moves, I've done these plays. And again, then everybody kept loyal, you know. I wanted to make my plays and then have the game become boring. But ultimately, it was GD was the one who was able to pull that off. He's like, I made my move, I got Blink. Now, if we can all just be boring, I'm the only one who has anything to say at the final tribal console. Right. Right. Oh, and I guess um, (laughs) the other... I guess I I overlooked the fact that Clever had one immunity at that tribal. So it would have been a... Yes, you did. Three-way people three people drawing rocks and, and two of them would have been your on your side uh so yeah yeah so uh, what ultimately ends up happening is news gets back to gg he plays his idol and um he goes rogue and throws his vote on you only vote against you sends you out yep uh what i so i guess first question is what did what was your reaction when gd played his idol um when he played his idol my first reaction was crap our plan is screwed (laughs) i'm like i let everybody down a like a foolish path and i'm I'm thinking to myself like that revo like what are we going to do like okay all the votes are going to be canceled not thinking that like gd is like okay i'm gonna flip it like because it just didn't it didn't cross my mind that he had that information. I trusted Meg with it. And it, I just never thought she was going to go and take that information to GD. I mean, information is, is power in the game. And she went and took it to, you know, her biggest competitor, even though they are allies, it was her biggest competitor to win the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so the second I saw that, I'm like, and then, and then I came out, I'm like, what the hell? Wait, he and I only didn't tell me like, so he probably only told clever. And uh-huh. then told Meg later, he's like, probably when this will happen, like, well, hey, guess what? I have an idol, so I'll be fine. And then Meg's probably sitting there quietly in tribal council that time around, like, oh, no, I know everything that's happening, and this is awful, and I want none of it to happen. Uh... <laughs> For her, it's probably like brother killing brother. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and so then, you know, this vote doesn't count, doesn't count, doesn't count, doesn't count, doesn't count. And then the last vote comes up you. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a dagger. Right? Oh, it was a gut punch. I like. I, I was sitting like in the on the couch, and Shannon was like reading at the time. So it was pretty quiet in the room, and I just went like, "Shit!" <laughs> she looks at me. She's like, "What's wrong?" She's like, "I thought you were safe." I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. See, that's why you can't go in. You know, it's like the biggest lesson learned is you can't make these crazy plots. They almost never work. Like, they sound so great in theory. Maybe in person they work a little better because you can see people's reactions. Like, I could have mm-hmm. watched, you know, if we were, like, we're doing this on a beach, I could have watched Meg, 
like contemplate and then go over and talk with like GD and clever. I could have watched that happen and seen like, okay, she's not with us and, you know, shifted properly. But when this is happening behind the scenes, you know, it's all DMS. It's like, it's a different layer. I didn't necessarily think through properly. Sure. Yeah. So now, (laughs) so now you're on the jury. Yes. Uh, You join devil and Amber. Um, what, you know, you, you end up being a juror, you're kind of, you you know, you're sequestered. You only get to see the tribal council channels uh, that happen post merge. Uh, what, I don't know. Like, I think in the most recent season I did, uh, the tribal council, the merge tribal councils were not terribly illuminating as far as like what's really happening in the game. That's a really polite way to put it. <laughs> uh, but and and I wouldn't say that you know necessarily that the tribals in your season were just like you know giving you blueprints necessarily. We but have some pretty lit tribals, <laughs> for sure. And and I think the other part of it is like as each person joins the jury, I think they're all able to add a lot more perspective and and dimension to what's really been going on. Sure. Uh, which is another thing that didn't really happen in the last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Uh, you know, you being someone who had played both sides uh, and, and had, had formed a fairly strong bond with most of the players that were out there, mm-hmm. uh, was there anything that kind of came up between you being voted out and the you know final tribal council that kind of changed a th- any any of your thoughts on, on somebody or, or an alliance or a pairing or something like that? You know, in terms of getting there, it was pretty status quo. I think Penny making her flip for the vote was like the most exciting thing that happened after that, because they just kept everything so tight in their alliance. And that was smart. I, you know, I think for clever and for G that was smart because they both had a good case, right? Clever's case mm-hmm. is I was a leader from day one, you know, I was running a lot of things. I was doing a lot of the behind the scenes work. And then, you know, GD had his case of like, I've made moves. I planned, like I managed to stay in this alliance because like, this might not be aware to the public. I don't know if this has been out there, but, like, day two on this beach, Judy and I are talking, DM with each other, and we're like, you know, we need Clever for now. But we both had a plan right around seven or eight to get Clever out. Like, that was the moment where, like, we can't keep her any longer than this. But, you know, literally said, she'll win if we let her make it all the way there just because she's Clever. Like, and it's, you know, the the stature of who she is and being like the most popular FMLer. Everybody loves her because she's a genuine, like down to earth, good person who will listen to you, talk to you, you know, laugh with you, empathize with you, but just a really great person. So that was like the theory that, you know, if she makes it there, she'll win. And talking with clever, there's no way we can let GD get to the end. He's such a maverick. He's such a wild card. We can never trust him getting to the end. It was kind of the same theory like we need him to the merge. But then after that, like we can get him out. So everybody had kind of a plan to flip on clever and GD. And I'm sure they were saying the same thing about me behind closed doors. And, you know, ultimately what ended up killing all that and all that planning was they just became too close of friends. They became too tight and it hit a point where it's like, well, I can't do this to like one of my best friends. And I, I I agree. And and I would even say like, I think the sort of, uh, the the order in which people were voted out and didn't help them mm-hmm. you know because you know at first they enter the merge and they think that you're with them uh but then you're not 
and so you have to go out. So when they get to seven people left, uh, they only have four people on their side, and they can't really intentionally sacrifice one of their own. Right. Um, or lose the Wait. numbers. Which is why on Ponderosa, every single time, there are probably endless numbers of all caps messages from me and Amber, hoping we could will <laughs> our like light and messaging to Meg, like, flip, flip on them. Like, you'll win the whole game if you flip on them. <laughs> <laughs> and I get why she didn't. Again, it, it's so hard because these are people we've known for years and they're friends. And mm-hmm. it's so much easier said than done. And I get that. But. Like, I hope, Meg, I hope you can hear me now. You could have won. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, uh, but I guess, well, I mean, on the other side of it, uh, you know, let's say I would would bet that if Meg flips any time before four people are left, Mm -hmm. that it's most likely that she ends up in the end without Clever or GD sitting next to her. I yeah. think it'd be very difficult for her to keep one of one of them and and get rid of the other all the way. Uh, and so at that point, you know, is she if she's sitting there next to say uh, Penny and Jack or uh, you know Jeffrey and Jack uh, or whoever yeah. the other you know that's I don't know that maybe that gets her more votes than she ended up with, but I don't think that's a super appealing result necessarily. Well, I think I can't exactly when it was but i think there was a moment where i felt like she could have flipped gotten gd and still kept rush and um clever in her pocket with bringing penny in like she could have been able to kind of keep a group of four i think for the time being it might have lost some trust but we've seen that happen so many times in survivor where it was like listen guys we had to do this i'm sorry i didn't communicate it with you i was just so worried it wouldn't happen but you know, GD, he got blink out. He's the only one who's made a move so far. Like we can't just have him sitting there. Like I did this for the good of our Alliance. Like, I'm sorry. I couldn't tell you. And then tried to like own it back in. And ultimately I think those people would have wanted to survive. And I think, you know, if in theory, everything Rush was saying was true, he was just there for the fun of it. And he would have been like, Oh, that was so cool. Like I loved it. Like, yeah. Like opening arms. And then clever would have been left in a position like, well, crap, Jeffrey's not going to work with me because I burned that bridge. You know, Jack's not going to work with me because Jack didn't like me from all the stuff that I've done. So she would have been almost in a way forced to stay loyal to Meg then, who would have been the ringleader with the move made and would have been able to then, you know, try to coast it to the finish. Yeah. It's kind of the idea that like you cut out the, the, the bond holding this group of people together and they all become fractured and yeah. if you're the first person there, you know, you can be the one who kind of like brings them all together. Right. Um, not, I mean, not wrong. Even just, uh, even just in the last season, like season 40. So spoilers, if you guys haven't watched season 40 yet, a survivor, but that's what Tony did with Sarah. He went and he's like, I see you're so close to this person. I'm going to get rid of them because I want to be your number one. And then it's mm-hmm. like, no, no, no. See, I'm your number one. This just had to happen. She was going to win. And then, you know, brings her back in. And by the end, they're crying together and couldn't be better friends, even though Tony, like, completely upsided her whole game. Right. Yeah, uh, that's uh, it would have taken a lot to get that to to all work out exactly as as intended. But uh, probably leads to (laughs) everybody doesn't master plan like me and make crazy stuff like this try to happen. (laughs) I don't think so. No. Um, okay, so, uh, uh, 
you get okay so we get to final tribal council um by this point uh so you are going into this i'm guessing based on what you've already said that your vote is essentially between clever and gd is that fair to say 100 percent between the two of them yeah uh are you leaning one way or the other i you know i think going into it i was leaning clever okay um and I know I was kind of a, a swing vote towards the end, but listening to the final tribal council and really thinking things through, I just felt like GD ultimately played the better game. You know, I'm not a bitter jury member. I wasn't going to be that person. If anything, I respected GD more because he got me before I got him, right? Like, we went head to head. He got me. Okay, I can I can accept that, you know, good on him, bad on me. You know, so that was the big thing standing out for him to me. And Clever had, to me, like this perceived leadership role, right? Where she was the leader of everything going on, calling the shots. And, you know, I don't necessarily know exactly after I left who was calling the shots. But what I remember when I was thinking about it, and really what unfortunately kind of did her in in my mind was Meg's speech. Because listening to Meg talk and clever talk they both had such similar roles it felt like they were both talking about the strength of their game or the relationships they built and things they did and keeping like everybody together and i'm sitting back and thinking to myself like okay you know when the amber vote was going down who told me to vote amber it wasn't clever she might have told meg that but meg's the one who came to me you know clever wasn't necessarily coming to me telling me who to vote you know the devil vote i was telling her who to vote for i was saying hey you got to vote for devil I was the one rallying the troops for that one. The vote before that, you know, when everything was going down, I was the one who was saying, hey, here's this plan and how we're going to get devil out. And I gave her the idol. Like, it was great that she got the idol. But really, me giving her the idol was playing into my plans, in my mind, not hers. Mm -hmm. You know, and after that, you know, I think back to, like, the stuff with Jeffrey and how she was, like, kind of, not necessarily bullying him, but, you know, she had a little bully tendency like a little like microaggression towards amber and like i was just sitting back thinking about it and i'm like man when it comes to the games clever was always fairly safe because you know she had a majority alliance basically the whole time and was just being a really great person to everybody i didn't necessarily see her as ultimately calling the shots so much more one way or another so in the end of the day it came down to well you know what the only person who did anything exciting was GD. He got like, to me, like he got me. He was the only person who cast me out. If it wasn't for him, I think I would be there instead of him. So to me, that was the best move in the game that he could have made. And that's really why I, I did that. And I can, I can solve some myths that are out there too, as much as love the time and the T-Birds had nothing to do with the T-Birds. Someone brought up like, well, I guess you guys forgot they were the T-Birds together. And I was like, oh, that's right. We were the T-Birds together. Like I had a moment <laughs> of like, like light bulb, like, oh, that's right. We were. <laughs> uh, well, so I guess, all right. So that, that's how you end up, you know, voting for GD. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that, um, that Meg could have said that would have convinced you that she would have been the right person to vote for? Um, God, love you, Meg, but probably not. Um, <laughs> maybe if it was just versus clever one-on-one, I, I could have seen more of a case. But with GD still being there, I felt ultimately what was so hard was there was a point in time where I was thinking like, man, 
do I vote for Meg? And I'm like comparing her game to everyone else's game. And her game was just so similar to Clever's game. When they were talking about how they played the game, how they wanted to play the game, I don't know if they were intentionally doing it, but what they were saying to me was very similar. And I'm Uh like, okay, so we have two people who played a very similar game and one person who played, I wouldn't say drastically, but played a different game than them. Like when you have two people doing the same thing and one person doing something different, that tells me that one person put themselves out on a limb more and made more things happen. Sure. Yeah, so I, I, I love you, Meg. But had you flipped, I would have voted for you in a heartbeat. I would have been your big, I was your biggest fan on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though she ultimately and unknowingly to me completely screwed me and blew the, blew the whole thing up, I was still cheering for her. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so now since, since okay, it's been it's been like a year and like three weeks since la- that final tribal council happened. Uh, feels like, I don't know, sometimes it feels a lot longer than that. Sometimes it feels a lot shorter than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I, you said you didn't really, like, go back into the server that much. and like, But, but you know, a lot of dialogue and conversations have happened uh, in that time just about, you know, odds and ends and various things that have happened. Um, has anything that you've that's come out since then affected uh, your thoughts on not necessarily, you know, casting your vote for GD, but just anything in the game in general? Um, no, I think the biggest and really one of the only regrets I had in the game was me being paranoid of the viewers. (laughs) I think that was my biggest downfall. I was like not wanting to share things. I was thinking in my confessional quite as much as we went along because I had, like heard at one point in time from somebody like, Oh yeah, this person is definitely telling this person what's going on. And I'm like, well, that's, that's some crap. And I don't, I don't know if it was true. It could have just been somebody like jumping to assumptions because that's what people do. And I never saw Mm -hmm. any sort of proof or anything of that, but I ultimately thought to myself like, okay, like I'm not just playing a game here. I'm playing like a game within a game. And like looking now at seasons and viewers and how like the second and third seasons have gone if that's happening, it's very low key. I don't think it's happening at all. So to me, I think my biggest regret was not just like, you know, giving into the game as what it is and being more forthright and honest and vocal about what I was thinking and what was going on. I think that was ultimately my biggest regret in playing the game. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like yes. learning anything new, I feel like the only thing I've learned new and it didn't really make any effect on personal relationships besides adding more H's to her name was that Meg freaking told GD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more H's to her name. Yes. For That's those good. of you guys who don't know, Meg is spelled M E G H or M E H G, not M E G. So just future reference. I'm sure she'll appreciate that wholeheartedly. Uh, I'm sure she's like, going bright red mean mugging through the phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So that's kind of Discordia. That's your, that's your journey. Yeah. Um, I talked to devil before you as the person who was out right before you did, you were, sure. and I asked him if he could ask you a question, what it would be. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> he, so 
Now, you've said at one point, and I guess a lot of times, uh, at least through the pre-merge and early after the merge, Devil was your target. He was the yeah. person you, you know, and public enemy number one. Yep. Uh, his question was, um, what, what is your, what were your thought processes on uh, how, you know, at being the swing vote, being someone who was playing both sides, uh, where, you know, what were the values and and i guess what were the be- benefits and and downfalls of of sticking with green and 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 on the other side like what were the benefits downfalls of you staying true to you know the core four and and why did you ultimately end up you know siding the way you did you know i mean there were benefits and downfalls both sides right you stick with the core four you're just playing into somebody else's game of you know, loyalty, and it looks and appears like you've done nothing. And that was, that's how it would have looked, and I would have probably made it, you know, let's say I made it to the final three or something, so bag or probably not GD because they were so close, but, you know, I would have been in that same position where I would have been, you know, same loyalty and, like, social relationships, and, you know, maybe I would have gotten, like, one vote from Amber, but ultimately she probably would have been screaming the same thing and her and I were screaming at Meg to flip, and she would have been so disappointed in me not flipping. So she probably, out of respect for the game, wouldn't have. Um, <laughs> you know, so I think the down that was the downfall is just, you know, if I was playing that game, I would have been coasting along until I, you know, flipped at a different point, which just became increasingly difficult to do as the game went along. It mm-hmm. would have just been way too difficult every step of the way. You know, I mean, the, the positive where you would have made it to the end. You know, sticking with Green, had I stayed loyal to him, like, completely and, you know, never gone after Devil... That would have been the downfall was, you know, having time in that tribe. Whenever, like, Amber Penny and I were talking strategies, there was, like, well, you know, here's what's de- what Devil's thinking. You know, they were, like, echoing his voice. No one was ever saying this is what Jack's thinking. No one, you know, Amber and I were talking, whenever like, well, here's what Penny's thinking or vice versa. It was always, here's what the Devil's thinking. So he was very clearly their fearless leader. You know, Jack DM me after that vote and was like, why would you do that? And I'm like, well, would you have ever flipped with him? He's like, well, probably now we would have made it to the final three. We had a path. I'm like, okay, well, you wouldn't have beat them. Like, you know, would you have voted? Would you have saved me over saving him? He's like, well, no. And I'm like, well, there you go. I'm like, now you're going to save me. You're like, in my mind. So the downfall of sticking with them would have kind of been the same thing. I would have just been a coast along in someone else's game, which again could have been a benefit because I might have made like final three or four and made it further along in the game. But, you know, the way I had kind of been positioned with the swaps and with you know, not necessarily being the number one of these perceived leaders was I was always going to have to do something if I wanted to get any votes in the final tribal council. I, you know, it was very clear early on to me that was going to have to happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was kind of in a position where I don't, I don't say regret what I do. I might regret not telling Penny to, you know, don't tell Meg. <laughs> right. But, you know, that was... That was the down to. There, there were benefits to sticking with both, but if they all would have just been, you know, the benefit was getting third place. Sure. Yeah. And just be the second loser, however you want to look at it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine going out with eighth. That's good company. Pace was eighth, I think, also, so it's, it's a good spot to be in. <laughs> yep, that is true. Uh, Jasmine was eighth as well. Yeah, yeah, we got a good three right there. We, you know, we we do, and we eventually do like an eighth place, like for your seventh season. Once you have six people, which need like <laughs> six people who have been eighth place all playing again together. 
Perfect. <laughs> uh, okay, so then in the same vein, uh, Rush will be the next person I talk to. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to ask Rush? Survivor-related. Yeah, I want to know, legitimately, was he actually just playing around for fun, or was that all just a shrub? I, I always personally thought that that's just what he was saying to kind of take the heat off of him, right? So that, that's what I want to know. If he was truly just there to have a good time, which there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people do that. He's a very fun-loving guy. Or if that was a strategy for him to get further in the game and you know, ultimately be like, I was just having fun this whole time, be like the cheery candidate to a potentially bitter jury. Could be. Uh, I know he has since said, you know, he's, he's said a lot that he maintains his... Uh, ignorance as to how things worked and i remember the first time uh i brought up the jury in the post-merge tribal council he was like so what's the jury and i'm like uh (laughs) but i don't know you know like how how deep do the deceptions run you can never be sure yeah in a game like this Um, when you when you ask him though because you're a very like even-tempered even-keeled guy you gotta like really buy into it. Like when he starts talking and saying like, "No, I was just there for fun," you need to like interrupt him and be like, "Admit it!" <laughs> just like yell it to him, freak him out, just catch him off guard. Shine the light in his face. Yeah, she's like, "Okay, okay, okay, I'm a super fan. I know everything." <laughs> like I have a Tony body pillow. Okay. <laughs> he like completely drops his accent as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to talking to Rush uh, and. Uh, I, I really enjoyed talking to you. Uh, like I said, you know, you being uh, the main sort of, um, I don't know, uh, I wouldn't say like the main flipper, but just the the, per- the kind of, like you in- intended to be, the wild card post-merge. Um, for three votes, you know, people weren't, were never a completely sure which side you were going to be on, and uh, it worked, Until and it then did. it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Uh, it's great to like kind of hear how that all how that all shook out from you, uh, you know, because I think asking anybody else uh, about you in the game, uh, it's gonna be you only get a partial truth because you know there were so many different sides you were working on. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so those are all the notes I had written down. I don't yeah. know if there's anything else you can remember from from your time in the game or since then that that I that we haven't talked about. But uh, yeah. think, the only other thing I can think of that we I didn't necessarily talk fully about was just like pre when we were still Garrity Strong and in that tribe, like just the amount of like conversation happening and joking around was happening and it was, you know, the, the thing I didn't really expect to get from this experience were making these friends, right? Like. Uh, you know, I was in the triangles with Clever. I mean, obviously, you know, you're there. She is a few words, and when, when she talks, you listen, right? And it was the same thing. Like, you know, Meg was kind of on her side playing her game at the time. She was a triangle, now knight. You know, G was the same. They were all a little more quiet within the chat. And, you know, being able to get to know them on a, on a better letter level, somebody I've, you know, known for so long. You know, GD, I've been in groups with FML with for, like, two and a half years. And it was just, you know, really great to get to know them and get to know more about how they work, how they think, you know, just seeing like the frantic mind of <laughs> of Gerardo and being like, man, FML has to be so hard every week with that mind just playing out scenarios. But it works <laughs> because he's won more money at it than anybody. So 
Yeah, I guess that's that's true. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's really funny too, and this is completely unrelated to Survivor, is he told me he was going to play that lineup, and I almost played it, and I ended up getting third in that ten thousand dollar contest. And I was a spot ahead of him. Had I like listened to him play that lineup, I would have won all the money and beaten out him in flops by just a little. <laughs> I oh, like man. still think about. It. I'm like, my gosh, he's like, I'm like, I gotta just listen to him every time I play something with him from now on. He's beaten me in Survivor <laughs> head to head. He told me what he was gonna do for the ten grand and like beat me by a few thousand. And I'm like, I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> you have all the evidence, like. I know. He's like laying it out. He's like, Adam, this is what you do. And I'm like, no, no, no. I got this. Wild card. (laughs) (laughs) Wild card. Man. No, but it was just so much fun. And I, you know, and I'm sure everybody's been saying this, but thank you so much for putting this all together. The amount of work that you put into it is just crazy to me. The amount of time you dedicate to it. So thank you for giving us all the opportunity to be able to play and do this and have this fun and, you know, just build these relationships. Cause we also, you know, through all this got to know you a lot better too, which is awesome and probably understated and everything. We always talk about the relationships we made with each other playing the game, but we made those with you too. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's so, I don't want to say rewarding because that feels wrong to say, but it, it's, it's definitely, uh, I don't know. It's, it's fun to, to see, <laughs> And and also, you know, kind of depressing at times, depending on how things work. But, you know, it, it's very emotionally engaging to, to to be so present in, you know, with the players and, and, and everything that happens. And uh, that's never more true than it was in Discordia, given the differences in, in how that season was set up. Um, you know, you had to I had to engage with every single person in the game on some level to get an idea of what they were thinking, to get an idea of how they were approaching each vote, each situation, each relationship. And so, uh, yeah, it was, um, you know, I, I'm super thankful that the season was constructed by the the people who were in it that it was, you know, loved getting to know everybody so much better. And, um, yeah. It paved the way for so many great things to come. And and, uh, I'm very, thank you for being a part of that first season. Happy to do it. (laughs) All right. Uh, That's it. That's all I got. Um, Thank you for taking the time to talk about, talk with me about your time in the game. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, And uh, you know, we'll in like a month and a half, (laughs) this episode will be available to everyone else. And (laughs) They can all hear it too. It's okay. My mom's already been trying to make like a Wikipedia page for me to be a celebrity now because I've been on a singular podcast and life's <laughs> life's gonna get exciting. I'm about to get that blue check oh, mark man. next to Sydney, right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. Cool. Uh, so yeah, have a good rest of your day. I'm sure I will see you around, uh, especially if and when FML restarts. Uh, <laughs> up again it'll happen uh, we'll <laughs> we'll definitely see more of each other at that point and um yeah that's it great well thank you so much thank you bye bye thank you for listening to this episode of the alliance of survivor game podcast if you would like to try your hand at alliance our applications are always open you can find more information in the episode notes or by visiting alliance Keep your eyes peeled for upcoming announcements related to our new season, Dark Forest, and as always, have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same, no.